Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer. Today's episode will continue on the theme of New Year's resolutions around parenting, with today's topic being about health and wellness goals. While this may sound to some like a personal goal or even a selfish one, it's definitely not. The parent who feels good and takes time to take care of him or herself not only has more energy and less stress, he or she also sets a really strong example for their kids to follow. First, I thought it would be fun to share the top New Year's resolutions for 2017 according to a recent survey and statistics based on Google searches. Not surprisingly, Get healthy or living healthier tops the list at 71%. Now, these sub goals range from eating healthier, exercising more, quitting smoking, drinking less to losing weight. Next is get organized at 35% of people surveyed. I covered some great tips in last week's episode on how to get your family organized. So, if this is one of your goals, be sure to go back and listen to that episode. Next is save more and spend less at 32%, followed by these others in smaller percentages, but still interesting to know. Enjoy life to the fullest, spend more time with family and friends, learn new hobbies, travel, and read more. So I'm wondering if you've picked out or do you plan to pick out any New Year's resolutions this year? If so, send some of yours and how you're planning to reach those goals. You can send it to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. I do resolutions most years. I didn't last year because I felt like self-improvement, life improvement should be a constant commitment. But this year, like years past, I feel like the new year for me is a good time to recommit myself and any areas where I've slacked off this year. So this year, just like most everyone else, my goal is to continue to get more fit and eat healthier, get more organized like I shared last week. And it's going well, by the way. Every week I pick a new project and do it full on. This weekend was the kids' bookshelves. I've gotten rid of so many books and really organized the ones we want to keep so we can find what we want when we want it. I also want to travel more and see new places, and lastly, read and learn more about world history that I never learned much about, like the Middle East and Asia, as well as some philosophy. I'm kind of a geek that way, but I also know that for when things get busy, these last few I mentioned are probably going to be the first ones to go out the window. So let's talk about fitness, healthy lifestyle, and all that may go into that, because the circumstances and therefore goals are going to be different for everyone. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that fitness is a pretty regular part of my life. If you've heard this before, then bear with me for a few minutes. And if you haven't, this is some good background information for you to understand where I'm coming from. And for everyone, it actually relates to what I'm going to share in just a few minutes about goal setting as I use my own goals as examples about ways to set up goals and then follow through. So this information is related and will help when it comes to setting examples on how to set goals and stick with them in the new year. I was running a lot and had set a lot of goals around running. 
but had to stop when I got bad news about my hips. So now I switched to swimming and got myself up to swimming around 3,000 to 3,200 yards three days per week. But also, like most everyone else, as hard as I tried, I still did put on a few pounds over the last few weeks of December. So my goals around health and wellness are to lose those pounds and a few more, but more importantly, to improve my swim times, compete in my first master swim meet, and my biggest struggle, eat healthier. As we all probably already know, most people don't stick with their resolutions, especially past January. As a matter of fact, only 8% of us do. But before I talk about steps to take and tips to being successful in sticking with the goals, I want to take a moment to talk about one really important piece, especially as it relates to parents, and that is giving yourself permission to take care of yourself. This is the first step. Again, every situation is different, and we all have different demands. But wherever you are, start with giving yourself permission to do something for yourself towards reaching your health goals. Now, I remember when my kids were really young. From the time our twins were born until they were around two and a half to three, I barely sat down all day long during the week. I also barely took the chance to shower more than twice a week. That 20 minutes was better spent doing something, almost anything other than showering. Whether it was playing with the kids, feeding them, changing a diaper, laundry, my master's program, doing dishes, those 20 minutes were very precious. I still, I did still manage to run by taking them out in the triple wide stroller during the week and doing a long run on weekends when my husband was home. And I did get trained and completed a half marathon when the twins were only a year old. So even that was more important to me than showering back then. I must have been pretty smelly. I wore sweats and my hair was always in a ponytail. My poor husband probably wondered when he was going to get his wife back. Luckily he did. Once the kids got more independent, I was able to finally take some time to shower and dress most mornings. So what I think is important to note is that regardless of what habits you've gotten into due to your circumstances, you get to decide what you want to focus on. If you've gotten into the habit of sweats and ponytails, and this is how it needs to be for right now because your kids are just really little or for other circumstances, or your kids have grown and you're ready to drop that frumpy look, either way is fine, but these are your goals, no one else's. What are the goals that you want? Do you want to wear sweats, but take that 20 to 30 minutes three times a week for fitness activities? Whatever your goals are, give yourself permission to take care of you. Give yourself permission to start walking or doing yoga or running or swimming. Give yourself permission to take that shower. Give yourself permission to feel sexy or heck, just human and decide what that will take and which pieces are important for you. When it comes to reaching goals, there are some key pieces that must be in place. And here I'm going to share my six secrets for sticking with your New Year's resolutions. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners, 
Ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights, or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home threads, love where you live. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important, but did you know indoor air quality can be up to a hundred times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA-14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. First is to clearly define your goals. The ones I shared earlier are not clearly defined. They're not concrete. I can say I want to eat healthier, but what does that even mean? What about losing weight or getting fit or dropping swim times? So if I drop 0.01 seconds off my fastest one mile time, will I be happy with that? Probably not. What does fit mean to me? So clearly defined goals means I will lose 10 pounds and three inches from my hips and two from my waist. I will cut all fried foods and all sugar except for one item once a day. That's hard, by the way. That stuff is in everything, sugar, including most condiments and salad dressings. So if that's one of your commitments, you have to read every label. Many psychologists and business coaches talk about setting SMART goals. If you haven't heard of this, it means the goals must be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant with a time limit. So specific is that I will swim the mile in under 30 minutes. It's specific 
and it's measurable. It's also achievable and relevant to my goals. Once I add a timeline, like by the end of May, it fulfills all the criteria for being a SMART goal. Same thing with the I will lose three pounds by the end of February. Either now or after this episode is complete, take some time to think about your resolutions or goals. Go to the page for this podcast, yourvillageonline.com slash podcast, and click on the link for this episode, Parenting Resolutions Fit Parenting, and go to the resources section and print out our smart parenting goal setting guide. This is where you will write down your specific and clear goals and make sure they fit all the criteria to make sure they are smart. Here are some examples of some goals I could set up this year to make sure they are specific. I will swim three times and take a spin class two times every week. I will lose seven pounds by the end of May. I will swim a mile in under 30 minutes by the end of May. When it comes to eating healthier, what specific goals can be set? Some ideas are, I will stop drinking any soda, diet or otherwise, tomorrow or by January 10th or whatever works for you. I will not eat any more fried foods or I will only eat fried foods once a month starting today. I will not eat any processed foods of any kind starting today. I will cook fresh meals at home six nights a week. I will stop eating bread and bread products like pasta starting next Monday. You get the idea. These are all goals you can set that are smart goals around healthy eating. You get to decide what the best goals are for you, what you think is achievable. If you're better with going cold turkey, and I don't mean eating it, but eliminating something completely or weaning yourself down or still indulging, but limiting the amount like once a month or once or twice a week, etc. You get to decide the best way to set up these goals for you. When it comes to exercise, it seems like the first day is always the hardest. We all get nervous about that first day in class or the first day starting something new. So committing and going that first time is the biggest hurdle. After that, it gets easier. And what we usually learn is that there are others in there who are either new just like we are or were that new person not that long ago and they are so excited to meet you. I remember the first day I went to swimming. I was never a very strong swimmer and never stuck with it. So I was always one of the slowest when I used to swim before. And it had been years since I'd swum with a master's group. So I just thought I would be so slow. The coach was so welcoming and introduced me to everyone. As it turned out, within a month, I was swimming in the middle of the pack. I'm very pleased with that. The next secret to sticking with your goals, health or otherwise, is keeping track of your progress. In order to track my progress, I will need to track my starting point. What do I weigh now? What will I weigh by the end of May? How fast do I swim a mile now? How will I measure? In my case, my coach has us swim a mile for time once a month, so I will be able to compare and see how much time I'm dropping each month. As far as workouts, that's easy. I put them on my calendar and I print them out each week. I can check them off when I go. Then I can look back at the week and see if I skipped any. If so, why? Then after two or three weeks, if it's a pattern, I can make adjustments where needed to make sure I commit or revisit if my goals are too ambitious and therefore not attainable. 
So part of this tracking is putting things on the schedule. So you not only hold yourself accountable, but you keep that time allotted to those goals. Then you can track how well you are doing with meeting those goals. When it comes to food, there are tons and tons of apps out there for tracking eating. The ones I know of and have used off the top of my head are 21 Day Fix, 17 Day Diet Complete, and My Fitness Pal. I personally find 21 Day Fix and 17 Day Diet really hard for me to stick with when I'm working out a lot as they're really restrictive, but I know others who have been extremely successful with these. My fitness pal is just for tracking so you can see what you're really eating and your calories and everything is listed under this app. There's nothing I've eaten that I couldn't find under there, whether it's at a restaurant or something pre-made at a grocery store, especially Trader Joe's. I'm sure there are tons of other apps that I don't even know about, but check out those or see what else is out there and what fits you best if you think an app is a good option for you. Next, and this can be hard for some, but share your goals with your friends and family. Many times, a very positive outcome is that you can find support, either from those who just want to be supportive and help where they can, or because they too set the same goals. And so you can support one another, work together, talk about what's working for you or what isn't, and bounce ideas off of each other. The fourth secret is to get rid of the all or nothing thinking. If you don't have time to finish the whole workout or the whole class, don't skip it altogether. Get out there and do 20 minutes. It's better than nothing. I went to swim yesterday and my head was just full of thoughts and stuff and stress. My youngest son had woken up with a rash and needed to go to the doctor. I had other things that were weighing on me. I finished the first 1200 yards and I just told the coach, I'm done. He thought I meant I was done with that part of the workout, but I said, no, I'm done for the day. And I explained why. And he said, that's okay. It's better than nothing. It's better than a sharp stick in the eye. Why, yes. Yes, it is. Even though I had a lot of stress and things I wanted to do, I still got to the pool and I still did something. And this goes right along with the next secret, which is if you mess up, get up. No one is perfect. You will mess up. You'll miss a day of workout. You'll eat some junk food when you didn't mean to. Don't let it throw you into despair. If you eat a donut for breakfast, don't say, oh, well, I already screwed up this day, so I'll just start again tomorrow and eat a burger and fries for lunch. No, admit your mistake. Get right back up. Figure out what led to the slip. Did you let yourself get too hungry? Did you not have breakfast planned? You slept in too much and didn't have time to make breakfast at home. Were you not expecting donuts at the office? Whatever it is, figure it out and have a plan for next time. Achieving our goals is not about willpower. It's about developing the right skills and strategies that with patience lead to success, which brings me right to our last secret. Be patient with yourself. Bad habits, unhealthy eating, lack of exercise, and weight gain did not come overnight and they won't go away overnight. But with persistent and consistent effort, figuring out what is and isn't working, and recommitting to the process, you will get there. Lastly, it's important to mention that there is an awful lot of pressure on women to look a certain way. Yet, we all have lots of different body types and shapes and strengths. Being fit or healthy isn't going to look the same for everyone. So what matters is where and how you feel good and what your body can do 
for you. We all struggle in different areas, whether it's a health condition or other life stressors. Only you know your triumphs. You are the only judge that matters. And be a fair judge to yourself. Don't shame yourself. Motivate yourself. If you know you can do better, recognize it and then move forward with a plan. If you're meeting your goals and getting stronger or faster, etc., be proud of that. No one can take that away. It doesn't matter that you aren't a six or whatever size the media thinks is perfect. That's a bunch of bull. Hard work and change, however it's manifested, is beautiful. And just a reminder that the New Year's gift for 25% off the monthly or three-month memberships is still active through January. The promo code is HAPPY2017, H-A-P-P-Y 2017, which you can enter at the bottom of the checkout page. If you have a question or are looking for tips on how to take steps for New Year's resolutions, or if you have a parenting question you'd like answered, you can send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. I have gotten several questions that I have not answered on the podcast as of late. In the upcoming weeks, I will catch up on those questions. I've answered the questions for the parents already. I just haven't shared them with my audience. So I will do a show and answer these questions on the podcast for other parents who may be struggling with some of these same issues so that they can learn from these as well. Thanks for listening and see you next time.